My name is Alyssa. And I'm Emily. And you're listening to Slash and Slay, a horror podcast. Happy Monday. Happy I mean, Tuesday. Monday, Tuesday. I always do that every single time. Happy Tuesday for those of you listening on a Tuesday. For those of you who celebrate. Happy Tuesday. <laughs> Those of you who Tuesday, happy Tuesday. Um, it is a great day to Was be it? a Swifty. Oh. Uh, yes. It is a fantastic That's day. That's true. Um, congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, watched the Grammys last night. Mm-hmm. Crazy. I did not. I didn't even They're so boring. They, were on. they are absolutely I insufferable. I hate award shows, I but I did them. it for Taylor and Lana. And yeah. that's it. And Billy Joel. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but uh, everybody, Taylor Swift is coming out with a new album. Isn't that so exciting? It's exciting. When I was got unexpected. To, yes, it was. Everybody thought Reputation. Right. But no. I have a feeling this is going to be my album. Really? What's it called again? It's called The Tortured Poets, Poets Department. Department. I always say Society. I Which have to seems very myself. different. It just seems like a different. It's her know. only other album besides Speak Now that isn't just one word. Right. I was about to say, yeah. It's very long. It is very long. I have a feeling this is an era unlike any other era. I'm excited to see. I'm so Because they all, each of them have like a color. Each of them have a vibe. And I'm just like, what, what's the vibe we're going for here? This one is like a different shade of gray, different shade of black. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> so it's not like folklore, not reputation. I have a feeling it's either going to be like reputation part two or it's going to be like. Mm-hmm all like ever more sad folklore yeah but like a mix maybe vibes. a mix yeah maybe 70s um one can hope yeah but um it's coming out april 19th so be prepared y'all and do you know what's significant about april 19th is that your anniversary no oh it's when the american revolutionary war happened oh against england wow and her ex-boyfriend is a London boy. A London boy. A London what? It, I, coincidences. <laughs> They're just. She's very smart. She's very strategic. Yes, she is. She's a mastermind, as mm-hmm. she says. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, I'm very excited about that. My boss gave me a little golden book, Taylor Swift, this morning, Aww, which is really sweet. That's cute. I know. I was like, I'll never have a child, but <laughs> thank you. <laughs> at least I have it. Um, anyway, did you have a good weekend? I did. Um, it was basically just moving furniture. Fun, fun. Pretty much all I did. Are you sore? No. Because you're strong. I'm very strong. Good. And it w- we didn't have to move it that far. Mm-hmm, so. Mm-hmm. Good. Just literally maybe like five feet. So. <laughs> five feet? I'm five feet. You moved it that much? I moved it as far as you. Far as I could throw you. Well, I'm five foot two, so. Oh. You didn't have to do it quite. Not as quite as far. That's two far inches. <laughs> um... Well, that's good. I also had a good weekend. Did you do anything exciting? Um, got some good coffee on Saturday oh, morning. I love good coffee. Likewise, have mm-hmm. you been there? Oh. <laughs> likewise. Oh, likewise. Likewise. I haven't been there. I just thought you were saying like likewise. likewise. Like likewise, I also like. Yes, good coffee. yes. I can see how you would think that. Likewise. 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 I haven't been there yet, actually, because every time, um, we would be over there it would be like super crowded so yeah it is it was very crowded yeah um i 
ran into somebody. Well, I didn't even talk to them, but I, oh, I overheard this conversation with this girl that I knew when she was like a child, like she was adopted. And I knew when mm-hmm. she was like, like from day one that yeah. she came over to America and I always thought she was this sweet little girl. And then I no. heard some stuff and I was like, oh, okay. I'm Uh-oh. trying to party with you now. <laughs> she was kind of crazy. Uh-oh. Um, anyway, got some good coffee, got some bad coffee, got mm-hmm. some, did some things, um, quite a bit of reading. That's good. Um, I'm still working on the oh. Black Winter series. I'm almost halfway book? through the last one. Okay. How are you feeling about the last book? The third one was rough. Rough. Yeah. And the fourth one is starting to feel like a video game a little. Mm-hmm. Like... Yeah. Okay, side quest. Yeah, there's a lot of side... There are side quests. And it's getting a little, like... Okay, hey. we're halfway through, so... Um, they're about to go... I guess I'm not quite halfway through. I'm, like, maybe 25%, actually. Okay. Because they're about to go get the um, fuel. Okay. With the with the new group? Yeah. Okay. I Does my predictions... I'm not going to look at you when I do this. My okay. predictions are... <laughs> One of them's gonna die, and I hope it's Claire. Okay, I hope it's her. <laughs> I hope Doran lives. Anyway, that's all I'm gonna say. Okay. Um, I slay the first two books hard. Slay the third hard. one could have could have skipped her. I think. Yeah, I mean, you couldn't have really. Right, too. right, right. I liked the ending, like when they got to the bunker. I actually liked that whole. Yes. Part. I thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. And, but the sister stuff. I don't know. It just seems. Like, the, the the last two books, the third one and the fourth one, have been so repetitive. Even the words she's using, I feel like, are mm-hmm. very repetitive. Mm-hmm. Like, she keeps saying, quicker than she would have liked, harder than she would have liked, yeah. something than she would have liked, blah, blah, blah. And she keeps saying that. And I don't know. It's just like, okay, let me see. They're going to meet people, and they're not going to be able to trust them. See if right. they're good or bad. Let me guess. They're bad. Mm-hmm. You know? Just they, all, they had to have the uh, cannibal yes, stuff. Yes, yes. Which oh. I thought that was coming way earlier. Yeah, I know it was amazing that it was like they saved it to the very last book. But that was um, scary. It was scary. I knew immediately though. I was like, oh, how did they yeah. not figure it out that they, they're like a bunch of freaks? Like you could tell. Like I don't know. Like, like obviously that I, like Doran, I think Doran knew, and he was just appeasing her. He she is, does a little bit too much sometimes. So. She literally everything when she was like, "It's all my fault." I'm like, "Yeah, it actually is." <laughs> literally everything you've done your fault it's actually your fault this whole time that's why i hope she dies and not doran because <laughs> she's dumb um anyway i don't feel that strongly about it i i love them both but anyway it's just, it's just a series you know it's a fun series yeah just consuming my every thought consuming your every thought well yeah. i am you know i was telling you last week about about a um what were we talking about book we we're talking about night at the museum uh-huh, into uh-huh, a horror uh-huh. right and I was saying, oh, there's this book. I think I called it The Archaeologist. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I said that. It's The Paleontologist. Paleontologist. And I even knew that. How could you possibly get to those two get those mixed up? Mixed up. I am a paleontologist and <laughs> archaeologist. Oh, my goodness. Archaeologist. Were you born yesterday? I was. <laughs> um. So, but I downloaded that one on my library app. And it's, I like it. Okay. <laughs> it's really interesting so far. It is very, like... Night at the Museum meets Jurassic Park is like exactly how Ooh. I would describe it so far. Mm-hmm. I'm not like super, super far into it, but so far, yes. Yeah. Mm, I love that. 
So I think you might enjoy it. Yeah. I'll, but I'll let you know. I'm sure I would. I love... Wait, there's dinosaurs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's paleontologist. Yeah. Not an archaeologist. Not an um, archaeologist. Okay, that's interesting. Archaeologists like are Indiana like Jones. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. Paleontologist is Allie Grant. Yeah. Dinosaurs have never really interested me. Oh, really? Because my mom told me for so long that they weren't real. So oh. <laughs> now I'm just like, hmm, I don't know about those. <laughs> You're not real. Yeah. <laughs> it's my subconscious is always like, mm, yeah. I don't know about that. Questioning. But no, I know. I know they're real. Okay. I know guys are real. <laughs> but I'm always like. Mm, that's a unicorn like you know yeah creatures. i don't like i can't take them seriously i guess that's what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> can't, can't take dinosaurs i just seriously. can't take dinosaurs seriously can't. but i think i mean jurassic park freaks me out so yeah uh maybe i would enjoy that yeah and and i like rexy and i'd be so yeah i'll have to give it a try all right well, I'll, I'll, let you know. I'll let you know thank you let me know well guys speaking of um apocalypse were we talking about that? Well, kind yeah, of. Yes, yes, we were. In we the, were. In the other book, we were. Um, today's all about the apocalyptic era. Yes. And I have so much to say about it. I do, too. I've seen a lot of apocalyptic movies. I have not. Oh, you haven't? No. I had to scrounge. <laughs> I've seen a lot. And um. One of mine might be controversial, whether it's actually apocalyptic, but I think it is, personally. I think some of them can be a little, like, because dystopian and apocalyptic are sometimes a line, you know, a a thin line. Mm -hmm. So, I think there's some leeway. I think so, too. I think um, it's interesting, like, the differences in the movies. Obviously, there's, like, the different categories, I would say, like... Uh, weather related environment related zombie zombie related illness related um alien related but it's interesting the the difference um ways it's like sometimes you're literally starting in the future already you're starting at in the world already then there's the ones where it's like there's a build-up it's like showing how it happened like Mm -hmm. the whole movie is that and then there's the ones with like flashbacks so you're getting both yeah um so some of mine are a mix of that mix of those i didn't even think about that i i don't know which ones i would prefer i think i like flashbacks too i like having flashbacks it's like quiet place part two has a lot of those mm -hmm. or yeah well i guess part one too a little bit but part one i guess they both flashback to beginning they both just start with a flashback oh right 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 they don't really yeah, there's no other flashbacks. You're right, that. you're right, you're right. But um, what else is a flashback? I don't know. Anyway, I have actually been having a few apocalypse dreams. Really? Yes. And my friend and I want to do a... We're going to just make it a sister podcast, slash and slay. Mm-hmm. Okay? And you're this is the first time you're hearing about it, but okay. you're in on this. And it's going to be making doomsday prep... For uh-huh. the girls. Oh. So we're going to show them. Like some girls. I'm sorry. Like y'all don't know how to boil water. You yeah. know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. y'all don't need. Y'all don't know that you need to boil water before you drink it. So yeah. we're going to teach y'all that. And we're going to teach you like. You know. Basic survivals. How yes. to use your feminine knowledge. We're going to do skincare during the apocalypse. Oh like, that's smart. We have to do all of this. Yeah. So I've been making a whole list of things that we want to do. Mm-hmm. And we were actually at a coffee shop yesterday. And we're, you know, we're talking about 
Lord knows what. And then my friend just stops and she's like, Emily, listen to what these people are, are talking about. And it was this group in the corner and they're like talking about how they're doomsday preppers, mm-hmm. like for real. Like they had a go bag like with them. Yes. Like ready at all. Yes. All time. And he was like, this is going to happen. It was like predicting everything. And I was literally like. Like listening. You should have gone over there and interviewed him. I wanted to talk to him so bad and be like, like we're literally, yeah. we're literally doing that. We're trying to be like you. For the girls. Yeah. Right? Like for the girls. Don't make fun of us. The ladies. The ladies. Um, we got on Doomsday TikTok and mm-hmm. it's crazy. But um, I'm very excited about, I'm very much in my apocalypse era, so. Yeah, so this is perfect. Yes, this is perfect. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Um, do you want to give me your first one? Sure. Um, my first one is uh, I Am Legend. Mm-hmm. With Will Smith. With Will Smith. Have you seen it? No. <gasps> Can't believe you haven't seen it. It's a book as well. It's a book as well. Um, I know the book is very different. That's what I've heard, too. Um, according to my father. So I haven't read the book, but the movie starts with, well, is there a flashback in the movie? I think the, it has flashbacks, mm-hmm. but it is like, starts in the world. Okay. And it's like New York as, and it's like completely abandoned. So this is ah. literally, he is the only person still alive in New York city. And there are like zombie vampire-esque creatures that this like illness okay. you know became or turned people mm-hmm. into that he's a doctor who's like working on a cure for it but it's crazy to think about being the only person literally i couldn't handle it in the city and like all the animals have escaped so he's like um he's hunting deer like i think the first scene is like he's hunting a deer he's like driving um like a uh like a red sports car through the city and you know there's cars everywhere it's like disheveled you know bridges have burnt down stuff like that he's driving through the city chasing this deer's herd of deer and then out of nowhere like a lion comes out and like snatches one of the deers up because like it's a lion from like the new york zoo whoa and um it's just he lives like in a brownstone uh i mean luckily he was rich you know mm-hmm. he's already rich there he's you already, go that's how you survive you know, honestly it's how you start you gotta start rich yes because that's the only way i think he would have survived i don't remember if they talk about how, how he survived or like why he was the only one left alive in New York. Um, I can't remember. It's well, I saw it a couple months ago, but I know for the first I, time. No, okay, for the like millionth time. Okay, I still don't remember. But um, it's interesting to think about being the only person in a city. If I was the only person in this city, yeah. What would I do? Like, it, there's part of it that's like, that'd be fun. <laughs> like, yeah. It'd be fun. You just like drive as fast as you want, you know, go into stores, raid, you know, anything you want. I mean, it's yours for the taking. Yeah. But after a while, obviously, it would be really depressing. And I couldn't carry all those and books lonely. from Barnes and Noble that <laughs> I raided. Well, you could go 
take someone's like, big ass truck. That's true. And then just load them up. Yeah. Um, I don't know how to hotwire a car. That's something I need to add to the list. Well, I'm sure you could find one with keys still in it. Okay, yeah. You if know. they cut and run real quick. Yeah. I'm sure that happened. I'm sure that happened. But, I mean, after a while, he's not, he's not going crazy, but he's lonely. So he does things to, like, help himself feel better like he sets up mannequins in like a movie store like wilson yeah kind of and he'll like talk to him and there's like this one like girl mannequin that he like pretends to like flirt with or whatever oh my god (laughs) (laughs) and but there's this part where um because he's there's this guy this not guy it's a mannequin who he's named i don't remember what he named it but it's always at the video store and he um, would say hi to it and stuff. And then whenever the creatures are um, like kind of on to him because he, he stills one of them mm-hmm. to research. Experiment, yeah. And he's like driving down the street and he sees a mannequin that's usually in the video store like out like down the street. Mm-hmm. And the creatures have like used it to like... <laughs> him oh my god so it's really so they get a little smart they do it's mm. interesting um it's a good movie it's very it's a little depressing mm-hmm. doesn't he have a dog he has a dog and the dog doesn't make it does it the way you're looking at me it i'm gonna assume it doesn't no and the first time i watched this movie was i want to say like a month after we had to put one of our dogs down oh that's rough yeah that is rough it was really sad i remember bawling my eyes out it's It's very sad but um that's my first apocalyptic movie that i like um this is a side note but Mm -hmm. since i have been in my apocalypse era Mm -hmm. i asked my boyfriend which of our animals would we save if we could only save one (gasps) and he was like a lot of animals i know well i was like i choose luna our dog Mm -hmm. and the reason why (laughs) Is she has more meat on her bones, just in case. And also her fur pelt. That, I love you, Luna. I would never do that, but in theory, if I was a heartless person, girly survival right there. I'm sorry, Luna. I love you. I would never. I don't think you'd be able to do it. No, no. I'd rather starve, honestly. A thousand percent. Unless she died of like natural causes. Yeah, but she wouldn't. She's a resilient little girl. <laughs> Yeah. I would keep her because she would keep me warm. Yeah, exactly. She's also really like a quiet. Little, a little blanket. And the kitties are not very quiet. Mm-hmm. But they would survive. Yeah, I wonder if, like, animals would learn to adapt to, like, I mean, obviously, they learn to adapt. But, you know, I always think about, like, in zombie apocalypse, animals that would normally bark at, like, oh, they would learn, hey, I can't bark at this thing. That's what I'm saying for quiet place or, right. like, bird box. Mm-hmm. what do you do yeah you know mm-hmm. um i promise i'm not gonna kill my dog ever i love her please don't i will never do this <laughs> skin and eat your dog uh-uh, <laughs> no not even in the apocalypse i'm telling you i'd rather die <laughs> i'd rather starve um but you did think about it she'd probably eat me if i starved <laughs> but that's okay at yeah. least she could keep living <laughs> she could keep going on for a little bit longer yeah Actually, no. She's such a picky eater. She wouldn't. She doesn't like anything <laughs> crunchy. Like, no. No crunchy. No bones for me. Nope. Um, okay. My first one is actually Quiet Place. 
That's you have that list. one written down too? It well, is on my list. I have slim pickings. I have to. I know. <laughs> Quiet Place. Mm-hmm. Um, it is one of my favorites. I think it was one of the first like apocalyptic movies I ever saw. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think it's very, very interesting, unique concept. So if you don't know, it's these aliens came to the earth. Yeah. These creatures. We don't really know the origins. It's almost like they, they, well, there was like a they crash the second landed. one. There was a. Like an explosion. Yeah. Something happened and came. And these creatures use like echolocation and they just, yeah, they're very sensitive to sound. And so you have to be extremely quiet and it's this family trying to survive and they've modified every single thing in their life to be quiet and muffled. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately (laughs) they are pregnant and they're trying to figure out how to have the baby in a quiet place. And literally, uh, their daughter's deaf. Mm-hmm. And um, so they all already knew sign language, which How is convenient. great. Yes. Um, but it's, a, yeah, it was, it's a very, um, just the story is so good. Like the ca- characters and uh, there was something so unique and special about it when I went mm-hmm. and saw it that was so like inspiring as a storyteller myself Mm -hmm. and same with even watching the second one there were moments where i was like i want to i want to write something right now like i wish i could think like that yeah yeah Mm -hmm. no i yeah it's completely unique and not even just the concept of like you know i'm sure somebody thought of that before the creatures that can you know there is a movie called the silence oh yeah yeah it's like like stanley chuchi in it i think uh And it's like the same thing pretty okay. much. But I think it came but after. The characters are like you never see those kind of characters in the mm-hmm. apocalypse. You just like one person or Yeah, or like know. a a a band, a group of people. But it's just like this family. And they're actually trying to like thrive and like mm-hmm. keep their f- child like their children. Alive. Like I mean that beginning Oh it's heartbreaking. Rough. Um they're, they're still trying to give their children like an education and like mm-hmm. childhood toys and things like that and they're still like so kind even though yeah it's very high stress they're not affected by the harshness of the world which yeah. is i really like that too is actually for once it's like the first one you're not encountering people that are like just awful Callous like have yeah. turned awful yeah um it's just this this family and i like that yeah it's like a little quiet apocalypse oh, until, quiet it's <laughs> until, until it's, it's not until it's not and then so the, quiet but oh, just the best scene is when she's i mean it's not it's not it's not best. good yeah. one, but like when she's in the bathtub and she's like holding on no she's about to give birth and then the fireworks light up and she screams and then yeah. like Junction is like running across and just like the the music yes. it's like the first time it's loud yeah in the thing although there's like you know little loud parts jump here, square, yeah. squares jump scares here and there mm-hmm. but uh that moment is the first time it's all loud like since his music her screaming the fireworks and yeah it's very like powerful yeah because it's been it's very intense even just like normal sounds like you know what a firework sounds like but it just sounds so much worse you know Mm -hmm. like 
so intense but yeah it is a very moving movie mm-hmm. and it is. i would hate to have that version of the apocalypse yeah. to be honest that'd be fun to be quiet like what if you have to go to the bathroom I was thinking we I mean, I showed my husband the movie for the first time. He'd never seen it. Mm-hmm. So we watched that one. He loved it and then he wanted to watch the second one immediately. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and he really like he really liked it. But we we're talking like neither of us would survive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um what would be my downfall? What if you have to sneeze? Yeah, I mean I'm a well, sneezy girl. That one I you like I know, but like I hate that, doing it. It hurts. I hate it. to do that. Imagine having to do that for the rest of your life. My sister would be so gone because she's always just like, it's quiet. And then she'll just be like, I think I like this or that. Or like says something like just she burst cannot. out. and just like, Yeah, she can't just be quiet. So it would be, we would need an underground, underground bunker too. Yeah. Um, But yeah, no, I love that movie. And the second one, I've always seen that one one time. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I don't remember much about it. But I remember... I've seen it a few times. And it is definitely interesting to see it, like, outside the world. So, I, I like how it's... Um, the first one is just in this little place. And then the second one is... Explores. They more. actually go outside the world and see what the world is like outside of that little farm. Mm-hmm. Not the best. But the scene where um, he, he gets... The little boy gets his foot in the bear trap yes oh my and he's the way he's screaming that kid can act yeah that was like i felt that yeah that's rough and he's just like screaming and uh, oh it's so awful. and it makes you like oh my gosh like why why would somebody i would rather like sus like suscept sus 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 myself is that the word <laughs> subject subject myself to <laughs> subject, subject myself to like a bad band of people coming mm-hmm. then like put bear traps around my like safe haven yeah like, i don't know i think they were also for the creatures too maybe oh i guess but mm. but then we have cillian murphy mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i forgot he's in that he's a classic um he was you know 28 28 days later did you ever see that no it's not on my list but it's a classic zombie you should see it you should watch it it's very we'll watch it it's very good he's very young in it he's like 20 or something like that really yeah little baby little baby i he's just popping off now though he is i mean he's oppenheimer he's had his moments but yeah yeah. he's definitely peaky blinders right now Mm -hmm. he's in his era He's in his era. Oscar era. Um, what's your next one? Well, that was one of mine. So we'll cross that off the list. Um, so this is one that may be controversial. Okay. But I feel like um, The Purge. Okay. Is a little dystopian apocalyptic. apocalyptic mm-hmm. Because it's, you know, futuristic in a way. Just the idea of having this day where everyone can basically turn turn it into apocalypse. You know, there's no rules. There's no rules in an apocalypse. Mm-mm. And it's terrifying. But then you have all the like the city still running 
and stuff like that. And I just looked up the definition of apocalypse mm-hmm. to help you out. And okay. I think it's good. So okay. the first definition is like the biblical Mm -hmm. definition the second one is an event involving destruction or damage to an awesome or catastrophic scale so it doesn't have a timeline that it has to end or anything like that so i think it it works thank you yes um if you guys don't know the part you haven't seen the purge no but i know the vibe yeah i know the gist the gist is that one day a year in america of course it's America. Of course America. <laughs> or one night a year, excuse me. It's one night a year. There are no laws. And basically you can go out, rob, kill, rape, do whatever Please you no. want. In this world to purge your pent up feelings, that sort of thing. You just get a diary. It is terrifying because I think it could really happen. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those things that's like could happen Mm -hmm. and that's terrifying yeah and i always think what would i do what would you do what do you do in the purge you would have to build something specific because like some people makes it seem like some people can just get by with just locking their doors you know but if you think about it throughout the whole year you could meet anybody that might have a vendetta anyone that you have an like interaction with Anyone that you have a negative interaction with at all could wind you getting, like, hunted in the purge. Even if you don't want anything to do with it, you know? You could reject someone. You could cut someone off in traffic and they're like, I'm going to find that person purge next year. You know, because someone's having a bad day. Like, it's it's terrifying. Who would I purge? <laughs> and who would I? What would I do? I just am like too lazy to do any of that. Like I'm like, ugh, Mm-mm. go find them, hunt them down. Yeah. Heck no. No. Heck no. I mean, there, there's no reason you don't even want to be outside. Even you're like, no. oh well, maybe like I'll rob a bank or like maybe I'll, you know, do this to gain something. Well, you could also die because this crazy person over here wants to kill everyone they see. You know? Yeah. The first one is basically just inside a house. Like, on the richer side, these mm-hmm. people, they their son lets this guy into the house who is needing help because he's being chased. Um, no. And so then the, those people that are chasing him show up at the house and they're trying to get inside. So that's, it just kind of happens at this house. Okay. And the second one happens, like, on the city streets. This is, like, a few different stories going on. This couple gets stranded because they get, like, they're literally on their way home. And someone, like, there's these guys in masks running around and they, like, target them and they, like, cut the brakes on their car or whatever. Oh, my gosh, why weren't y'all home already? I know, right? Like, I wouldn't, you, like, I would not go out a week. Yeah, like, at least. A week before I would not leave my house. Like, just in case, just in case. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And that one's more interesting because it's, like, actually on the streets. So you're seeing what happens. On the streets. Couple, I mean, people are, you know, running as different kinds of groups. And you see the different kind of groups. Um, The third one is, there's, like, a, the presidential election. And one of the nomin- nominees, one of, one of the, what, 
one of the candidates candidates thank you one of the candidates is being protected by the guy from the second one anyways mm-hmm. and because the other party it's very like political political like it's definitely conservative versus liberal uh-huh. the other party is after her and so that also kind of takes place on the streets of dc uh, of d yeah that one's dc i think the other one was n- i think the other one was new york Ooh, yeah i don't li- want to live in this place i just want to no. live well then there's another one there's like the first purge where they sh- they go back and they show like the first the purge. first purge and like what it was for and it was very like racially like motivated mm. Like, they used it in... It's basically like Hunger Games. Yeah, it is. It's basically Hunger Games in the streets. And Mm -hmm. there's no no regulations. Regulations. No rules. No, like... No winners and no losers. Oh, there's some losers. Oh, there's losers. Yeah, there's some losers. Sorry. (laughs) Very gay. Do you think they have, like... Do they sell, like, purge insurance? Is it, like, also a capitalist venture? Okay. Mm -hmm. They have, like, a whole thing where they talk about purge insurance. They talk about, like, different, uh, like... There's like there's different things like people are marketing for the purge. Of course they are. So that's why it's so realistic. Because of course we would. Of course. Um, this episode might need to be scrapped because why? I just sound horrible in this. Because I'm why? like I'm gonna kill my dog and eat its meat, You're and like, then I was Who like, do I purge? Yeah, and I was like, I'm too lazy to go purge anybody. <laughs> like I don't want to purge anybody. Okay, guys, I'm gonna get canceled in this episode. <laughs> oh, um. I don't know what I would do because like, I mean, I don't think anybody's going to be out f- to get me, but they know. might. You don't know. There could be someone who just wants you, you know? Yeah. That wouldn't surprise me. Or wants me. to like take one of my sweaters. Yeah. You know? Me. <laughs> I come you purge come your closet. And you're like, give me that. Give me your sweaters. I can take these, I Emily. I can take these sweaters. You like defend your sweaters with like a bow and arrow? Yeah. I'll be like, no. <laughs> um... I'd be screwed. Me too. Purge. It's okay. Me too. I do think it is apocalyptic, though. We'll give it to you. Thank you. You're welcome. What's your next one? My next one is Bird Box. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> I've only seen the movie once, but I read the book recently, as you know. Um, Again, I think it is not a perspective we really see at all in yeah. apocalyptic tales. Mm-hmm. Um, in the apocalyptic canon, if you will. Um, again, it is like quiet place, but you can't look. They can also hear too. You don't really know what they are. Right. It's almost like a phantom. Yeah. (coughs) It's like, apparently it is too great and powerful for our minds to comprehend. Mm -hmm. So we can't look at it or we go crazy and kill kill ourselves. Or... It or turns, it turns you into a pre, you know, like a one of, like a cult member. Yeah, almost. like a um, follower of mm-hmm. some kind. Um, we have Sandra, our queen Sandra, our queen. beautiful Sandra, mm-hmm. and she is. This one does flashbacks, um, from present day to where she is, and it's been four years since, like yeah. day, day one, and um. It goes back and forth showing how she got to where she is now. So mm-hmm. we don't really see too much before. I think we just see like maybe an hour before it happens. Yeah. You know, like she's at work or whatever. 
Um, and she's basically trying to take these children to a safe haven. And she's going 20 miles down a river with a bandana on. Mm-hmm. And these little four-year-olds yeah, with a bandana on. And she was pregnant with a child at mm-hmm. the beginning of the whole ordeal. Mm-hmm. So she gives birth through the apocalypse. Thankfully, she can be loud. Right. But she was loud as she wants. She just can't look. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She can't see. Um, but she basically finds this house and um, we meet a lot of... It's definitely your ragtag group. Ragtag team. Um, all the stereotypes are there pretty mm-hmm. much. Um, but again, you might find out that you can't trust any- everybody. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I really like her her perspective compared to like Quiet Place because like we said they're still p- very parental and everything. Yeah. And she's vi- she's still parental but she's so like not really. she yeah she doesn't even give them names she does yeah, not give her kids names boy. girl and boy and she does not like she doesn't want to get attached to them. no she doesn't want to get attached and she doesn't want them to have any sort of weakness like yeah. she trains them to like be able to hear anything mm-hmm. and she like from birth they had blindfolds on and she was like working with them on hearing right left hearing forward and you know listening and things like that preparing for this journey for four years there's no way they would have survived without that they wouldn't have because like thinking about little kids is like i don't want to wear this anymore you know like oh my god i cannot imagine my nephews (laughs) in a situation like that like i can't even imagine me like i have a I, I have to keep my eyes open. Like, I like, have I can, to. Like, I'm like, I have to see. You know, I, I think I would have died for sure. But. Well, I could just pop my contacts out. Then you can't see. Then I can't see. Smart. Well, is it like, if it's like pretty blurry, could it, does it still count? I don't know. Even if it's blurry. Like, let's ask Josh Mallerman. Okay. Let's email, let's go email him. Let's go email him. Um, Yeah, that's mine. I need to rewatch it. Yeah, I, I haven't watched it in a long time. I think no. I watched it a couple times when it first came out, and then I haven't watched it since. So. I'm pretty sure I only saw it once, but... Well, we should watch it. That. Was, yeah, yeah, I remembered it very, very well. We should watch it. Yes, we shall. What is your next one? My next one is The Day After Tomorrow. <gasps> Never seen it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <sighs> it's so good. It's such a classic... It's like a classic environmental weather apocalypse. It's not the one with um, Zoe Deschanel and no, Mark it Wahlberg. Is not. It's not. What's that one? The Happening. The Happening. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> it's not that. Is that and on that your one list? is not on my list. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? No. <laughs> no. Um. So the day after tomorrow is basically has Dennis Quaid. We love mm-hmm. Dennis Quaid. We love Dennis Quaid. Um, has a boy Jake Gyllenhaal in it. I, sorry, but I was in love with him. I think that I saw this movie a cute little boy. in eighth grade. And he was, I don't know how old he would have been. Older than me. Yeah. But, oh my gosh, he was the cutest, the cutest little I was like, I would daydream about him. <laughs> <laughs> um, but basically, it's, this dad is like an environmental scientist and he predicts that the world is basically going to have another ice age. Okay. And at the time, his son, his, Jake Gyllenhaal's his son, he goes to New York for this, like, um, 
convention mm-hmm. thing or uh, model model human because he's in like high school yeah okay and um he goes there and um at that time there's that's like it's coming the thing is starting (laughs) and it starts in new york and it's like starts with a giant wave so it's like giant wave which that's is how it would happen yes like a tsunami and then then that you know drowns everything and then it gets really really cold and then everything freezes Freezes. over and stuff and there's this major like ice storm where it'll freeze everything like everything will just freeze like automatically like almost like like the ghostbusters the new one yeah (laughs) (laughs) exactly all right um exactly oh i'm so i'm very excited for that Mm -hmm. um anyways so Dennis Quaid is going to try to rescue his son in New York. He has to go by foot. Like it's the only way he can get there. And he's like in I think in Washington DC when it starts. So it's pretty far. That is very far. And basically it's just like them having to survive, them trying to survive and um the dad trying to get there. So Yeah. Mm. It's very cold. It's a very cold movie cold it you would be a perfect time to watch it yeah it's not really cold but you it's haven't seen it you need to watch it okay i'll watch it add it to your list um my watch movie it the club. day after tomorrow okay <laughs> actually wait no i'll watch it the day after the day after tomorrow why my movie club is actually doing apocalypse theme this week so i'll okay, recommend well, that wait till tomorrow and then watch it the day after tomorrow i'll recommend it tomorrow then we'll watch it the day after tomorrow yes okay perfect perfect um my next one is Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> so funny. Um it was the only like it was like the first zombie movie I watched that I was like okay like mm-hmm. I like this mm-hmm. cuz I think it has like the perfect amount of serious also British humor, yeah. comedy, um and gore. Yes, a lot of gore but like in a fun way. Yeah. <laughs> um, so much fun. So much fun way. I just love a good British flick. Um and those two guys have the best chemistry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the character of Sean is so so unique, but still very stereotypical at the same time. Mm-hmm. You're like, you know, I know somebody like that. Oh, yeah. But sometimes you I never, feel like that. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I feel like I am Sean. But you never really see them in a situation like that. You mm-hmm. you don't see the everyday man in those situations. Right. And you get to see how they act how they how they discover that the world is yeah i love that scene where he has no idea what's going on and that would be so me because i would be like you know it would take me forever to figure it out yeah because i see someone like shuffling down the street i'm like i'm gonna get in the house real fast yeah anyway so even if yeah (laughs) no matter what yeah exactly so i'd be like well that's weird you know it would it would take a lot to i don't even turn on the news like what yeah I don't go on Twitter. I don't do anything. Mm-mm. Um, but anyway, yeah. I love that movie. I need to rewatch it. It's so funny. Um, it's a, a, um, fun way to look at the apocalypse, it I guess. Is. <laughs> you know, just classic uh, zombie comedy. Yes. Yeah. Do zombie like. comedy to end all zombie comedies. Zombie comedy and all zombie comedy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's your next one? 
My next one is my last one because mm-hmm. you took my Sorry. quiet place one. Is Snowpiercer? Okay, I've heard of that. Have you seen it? No. Well, there's they had they made a series, um, and I didn't watch the series. Well, I watched part of the series, but a show or like yeah, series of movies. A show. Oh, okay. Um, but the Snowpiercer I'm talking about is the movie with Chris Evans in it. Now hold on. And basically. <laughs> I'll be watching that tonight. Yes. Um, It's basically the, the, uh, there's a train and the train is, has the last surviving people on it. (gasps) Um, But obviously there's like classes of, of course, of course. And so. Because we're not all equally alive. It's like, you know, generations later. It's generations later of these people that have been living on the train. So then there's the people in the back of the train, which is where Chris Evans is from. And they... Poor. They're the... Yeah. They're like barely surviving, barely hanging on sort of thing. Um, they stage a coup, Good. essentially, to take over the train and try to get to the front... Which is <clears throat> where, like, the... I forgot what his name is. He's, like, the owner of the train or whatever. Mm-hmm. The richest guy. Um, they're going to try and, like, basically just take over, mm-hmm. you know. So, it's very, very gory. It's oh, really? Very, yeah. Interesting. It's pretty gory. Um, it it's, it's just so cool, like, that it all just takes place on a train. <laughs> Like, mm-hmm. and there's, it just shows the different classes. It shows, um, as, you know, as they're moving up the train, you know, you're yeah. seeing just the transformation. The yeah. How interesting. And they're having to like fight off the guards and stuff. And you learn things about the, cause I want you to watch it. I don't want to like spoil it. Mm-hmm. Um, you learn things about the what they had to do to survive in the back Uh, and stuff like that so is it actually like the last people on earth or did this guy just like trick a whole bunch of people no it's actually oh wow it's crazy yeah okay so chris evans i'll watch it yeah you should watch it he's a good guy though right he is he's a good guy okay he is (laughs) okay he he does play a good guy okay good well Um, (laughs) okay well he's an maybe some sometimes you got to do what you got to do to survive yeah if he ate a few people he's you gotta he's, eat a few people he's fine he's good we're not eating people huh we're not eating people you're like wait a second you're like if you hit a few people you're a cannibal you're gonna eat your dog no and you're gonna purge some people i think people would rather me eat a person than eat my dog i'm sure should i eat Alyssa or my dog Comment down below. <laughs> we'll put a poll up. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, okay. Oh, I actually had three more. What? What? I'll just go through them quickly. Okay. Um, warm bodies. Yes. That's a great one. Yes. The first time I saw that one. Also, uh, or it was last year, first time I saw that. Also super unique. Fun. Zombie. Mm-hmm. But romance. Romeo and Juliet. Yes. Also gory and fun. Yes. It's so cute. <laughs> yes. A cute zombie movie. Mm-hmm. Literally exactly what you talked about last year, guys. Listen to 
our zombie rom com episode. episode last year. It was very fun. There's a lot of zombie rom coms. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, next, knock at the cabin. Oh yeah, I almost wrote that down. Which my friend watched last night. He said. Mm-hmm. And I spoiled the book for him because I know he was never going to read it. So yeah. I was like, this is how, you know, what actually how, happened. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, what? They should have done that. And I was like, I know. oh. <sighs> yeah. Like, don't get me started. Don't get us started. Don't get us started. I don't understand. Um, again, Knock at the Cabin is, um, I like how it's ambiguous. Mm-hmm. It's much more ambiguous than the book. Yep. But. You mean the l- book is much more ambiguous. Yes. 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 Um. The movie, though, I think it did scratch the itch that I wanted mm-hmm. to see it performed, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Because um, I really did want to w- see it as, like, a movie because yeah. it is very... I hope Paul Tremblay, like, eventually becomes screenwriter because he's yeah. just really good at mm-hmm. writing very I think the first half of it first half is was perfect. very accurate. Yeah. And then the second half was like, why? We went off the rails a little. M. Night had to take M. Night had to do it, as always. Mm-hmm. Um... But I think, again, you see a sweet family. But, again, it's not a family like you normally see. Right. All of these families have been, you know, we have, like, quiet place family. It's a traditional family. Mm-hmm. Um, but they do have, like, a child that has a disability. So yeah. they have that. Mm-hmm. Then we have bird box family. Which is a just a single mom. Yeah. And then in this one, we have two fathers and an adopted child. So mm-hmm. it's all, like, you know, you see a whole range of different people. And this one is uh, one that we haven't really seen before. Yeah. This one does do a lot of flashbacks in the book to their life before, mm-hmm. which I think is more for character development than right. anything else. Actual, yeah. um, but I do enjoy that too, because you really do like, I felt for these characters, even the bad guys, like I felt for, right. felt for them so much because just the way they were written, the way they were portrayed and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, this one was just very heartbreaking and you know you yeah. I always like you know if I ever think about it I'm like man was it real or not you know right so that's why I really like that one um next I have don't look up mm-hmm. did you ever see that I did I really liked that one I always saw it one time but I saw it one time too I think it was you know it came out shortly after the I probably COVID during thing. COVID probably <coughs> tail end yeah tail end i would say T- mid tail end and it was just a little too real i think yeah a little too real <laughs> um but obviously star-studded cast mm-hmm. um meryl streep was fantastic in it mm-hmm. as always um Love her. yeah it's just kind of crazy to think of um it was more of a instead of i feel like all the r- the rest of mine have been creatures this one is just like humanities right actually monstrous too Mm -hmm. you know like you will get rid of every moral you've ever had just because you think the world's gonna end right you know so um that was also terrifying yeah um i also wrote down a few books do you have any books that you can think of Uh, i mean obviously there's the road that's what i wrote it's my fave the Red, and then our Black Winter series. Black Winter series. Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. Do you ever read Station Eleven? It was about... It had a few different storylines, but it all, like, came together at the end. Who's it by? Emily St. John, something like that? No, Emily I Saint John not. something. Um, I read it 
literally the week after like COVID started because mm. I was like, let me read this. And I didn't realize that it was like pandemic. Yeah. And it was like, mm-hmm. I was like, oh my gosh, this is happening exactly like yeah. right at this moment. And um, it's about this um, group that goes around and it's been like 20 years since the virus started. Mm-hmm. And they go around the country and, like, perform Shakespeare because they're trying to bring Shakespeare, like, back to life. And then there's some safe havens and there's some places, like, you do not go over there. And then Mm -hmm. there's also this cult. And then at the end, all of the different um, storylines you're following intertwine and come together. Um, But it was really good. Um, I also read Severance, which is um, another... No, it, I mean, oh, it is, a but it's a different, it's yeah. Different. Severance is by Lee, some, Lee May. I don't know. I mm-hmm. can't remember. Sorry. Sorry, author. <laughs> um, it's also um, Pandemic. Pandemic. Mm-hmm. And this girl doesn't really have anything going for her, really. So mm-hmm. she, like, stays around to get, like, extra money working at her job in new york yeah and then everyone's like you know there's only two people left in her whole office building sky rise and yeah. she's like okay and so she's like i guess i'm gonna leave and so she leaves and it's like about her surviving mm-hmm. and all that so that was good too um and yeah oh i also wrote the fifth wave series when i was younger i ate that up fifth wave the fifth wave I can't really tell you anything about it, but I don't remember much besides aliens and yeah. camps. Aliens, scientists, kids, soldiers. Yes, yeah. Camps and... I had a crush on the alien. Of course. Yeah. Mayfly. Mayfly? Something about a mayfly. I think she he would call her like Mayfly or something. Oh. Which I'm like... I, when I was a teenager, I was like, oh, he. But now I'd be like, <laughs> what? Excuse? Yeah. <laughs> what you say? Excuse me? Um, yeah. I just love a good apocalyptic tale. It's good apocalypse. There's just so many options I know. for whatever your little heart desires. What kind of apocalypse do you hope Happens? we have? Yeah. Not that it will, but Not that when it, it does. <laughs> I don't know because I wouldn't, I definitely wouldn't want zombie Mm-mm. because i don't want to deal with that Mm-mm. i wouldn't want the cleanup would be atrocious i don't really want weather but maybe that might know. be the lesser i feel like weather might be the lesser unless it's like the like day after tomorrow where it's just like you can't do anything you can't it. even go outside like you can't even stay in your house like because it's gonna freeze you out um definitely not virus because I would get sick, of course, and die. So I wouldn't survive that. Hey, you did already. Huh. You survived already. I did. A mini viral apocalypse. True. I did have it. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking like the ones where they like, bleed out of your eyes and stuff. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't no survive thanks. that. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I want any, <laughs> if I really you want have to any apocalyptic apocalypse happen. I guess if I had to pick, I, like, which of these movies, like, would I want to be in? Sure. I guess, actually, Day After Tomorrow, because we live in Texas, and everyone was running to Texas, and Mm. into Mexico, so we're close, so we can go. Yeah. Okay. So, I'll pick that one. Okay. Um... I think I would 
hope for like a pandemic kind of like slow pandemic not as fast as covid <laughs> was because covid happened very quickly mm-hmm. but well then how do you know we're not slowly in a pandemic right now we could be but we that's why i've had sense enough to start doomsday prepping so yeah. see smart i just think either way okay we are slowly going towards an apocalypse because we yeah. drive our cars like crazy mm-hmm. and you know the environment horrible we don't recycle etc so at least i've had time to come to terms with it <laughs> as the as the earth boils slowly yeah i'll be okay be okay i'll be ready when i burn alive uh, i'll have known it's coming right and, and hopefully I'll, it'll just be quick yeah i only have myself to blame <laughs> i only have myself to blame yeah that's the apocalypse I hope I have. The one I'm living right now. <laughs> <laughs> My current reality. My current reality that I've come to terms with. Yeah. Anyway. I might be fine with uh, zombies if it was like the Walking Dead zombies because they're slow. What if they were like the freaking... If it was like the World War Z zombies? No. no. About the... Uh, what's the one with Pedro Pascal? Oh. The Last of Us zombies? Yes. No. They're horrible. They're gross They're and horrible. yuck. You see Catherine O'Hara is going to be in season two? <gasps> is she really? Yeah. I didn't Queen see that. Slay. I love it. I'm I so love that. I think I need to play the game before. You do. Or watch somebody play it more like. <laughs> that's what I did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, guys, that's the apocalypse. That's the apocalypse. What apocalypse do you want to see happen? <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite apocalyptic tale of terror? Do you think Emily should kill her dog? No! Luna, baby, I love Clearly you. she thinks so. No, I love her. Um, what was I going to say? I'm not killing my dog. Number one. <laughs> number two. I forgot. <laughs> number two, I forgot. Well, guys, that's it. That's all we got to talk about. That's all we have for that's you That's all today. we have. Oh, I was going to ask you, have you seen The Road, the movie? I have. Is it good? Mm-hmm. Is it like the book? I it looks think very so. Different. Okay. But I'm sure it's different. I'm sure there's difference, mm-hmm. like differences. There but always is. Always is. Okay, I just need to ask you that. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> thanks for talking about the apocalypse with me. Now You're I'm feeling welcome. all rosy, happy. Sometimes it feels better to talk about it. Just get it all out there, all the fears and worries and wonders and amazements. Mm-hmm. 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 We hope you guys enjoy talking about the apocalypse, and we hope that we'll see you in the apocalypse. Oh my gosh. Yes, I hope that. Um, but also, I just thought of the worst apocalypse we've ever seen. Oh. Moonfall. So when the moon was falling. It was awful. I didn't Horrible. see that. Probably the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. Did it come out recently? Yes. Okay, yeah. Jared watched that and he hated it. It was so bad. <laughs> the worst. You should watch it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for Follow listening. Follow us on Instagram at Slash and Slay Pod, at TikTok at Slash and Slay Pod. Facebook. Um, Facebook. Slash and say a horror podcast. We love you guys. We love you guys. And we'll talk at you next week. Bye. Bye.